Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, man, do I have great news for you. It is betting season right now. All you have to do for Bet Online is head on over to the website. That's betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up and receive 50% off on your welcome bonus for the first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V, and you'll get your bonus at Bet Online. You're talking updated odds, game trends. You're talking latest and greatest in all the major sports, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, golf, horse racing, and everything in between. And Major League Baseball has been underway for weeks as well. Bet Online, get started now. It's where the game starts. Right now, St. Bonaventure University is offering the best of the best with an online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism for newcomers to the field. That's right. There are no graduate exam requirements for admission, and you can enroll with a bachelor's degree in any field. Your love of the game and drive toward innovative storytelling finds a home at SBU. This sports journalism program can be completed in less than two years with flexibility built into the curriculum. Experienced faculty teach interviewing skills, journalistic ethics, and other essential skills for success in this profession, and many students have gone on to cover sports on the biggest of stages, including Woj, Mike Vaccaro, Tim Bontemps, and Donna DeToda. Get in touch with an enrollment advisor today at sbujournalism.com and learn how you can become a sports journalist. That's sbujournalism.com. Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter back with you. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Stanley Law Offices and presented in part by our good friends at Bet Online, Camillus Golf Club, Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company, and Rosie's Corner. Pizza, wings, pasta, hot and cold subs, and more. Get on over to Rosie's Corner, a, pl- a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And I do want to throw out there a tip of the cap thank you to friends of the program, the Swan and Whitaker families, Bob Lindsley, Daryl Abert and the Alonzo family. All right, I'm back to an appreciation podcast, and this one is for Yadier Molina. That's right, the 10-time All-Star, two-time World Series champ, nine-time Gold Glove Award winner, Silver Slugger Award winner, Roberto Clemente Award winner, and a dude who probably is going to go to the Hall of Fame. Now, the thing is, I've tried to tell people this, and, and I've covered the Hall of Fame induction now every single year, uh, since 2004, so I'm, wow, coming up here, is that 20 years? Oh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. 20 happened in 21, so I guess 20, 20, 20, 21 class, wow, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're right there, right? <laughs> 20, 20 years or so of this thing. And I've told people that, yeah, there are a lot of people in the Hall of Fame who I don't think are Hall of Famers. I'm not going to get into that. I've done it enough. I'm not going to get into that during this podcast specifically. But, yeah, I mean, the guys, like, whether they're getting in with these new Veterans Committee type of things, like the Harold Baineses, you know, Ted Simmons. Again, really, really good to great players, but this is the elite of the elite. You should be Johnny Bench. You should be Ken Griffey Jr., Stan Musial, Frank Robinson, Joe DiMaggio, Garrick, Ruth, Aaron, right? Like, those are the Tom Seaver, Walter Johnson. We know the names, right? Pedro Martinez. Those guys are Hall of Famers. There are instances where you look at a player and the resume would look, if you didn't look at his position, that there's no way that this person is in the Hall of Fame, right? I mean, frankly, 
I look at a lot of players with numbers and obviously you kind of say, well, no. Right. And sometimes the postseason uh, matters to people. Other times it doesn't, you know, um, you know, Ted Williams and Ernie Banks were so superior at, at the game that, you know, the postseason didn't, didn't seem to matter. Uh, Ted Williams played in one World Series in 46. Ernie Banks never got there, but they were so superior it, it didn't matter. I mean, if Derek Jeter put together his exact career without all those October moments, he'd be in the same category. It just so happens that he's been elevated because how in the world can you be equal or better in the postseason? Well, you're Derek Jeter. You know, it's supposed to be harder in the postseason, right? The pitching, blah, blah, blah. But there's an important thing to remember when numbers aren't 500 home run like, 3,000 hit like, 320 batting average like, 20, or I guess it would be 2,200. What is it offhand? I think it's 2,297 RBI for, for Hank Aaron. He leads everybody in history. Um, I believe that's the number without looking at it. Um, but like when they're not, you know, 18, 19. 100 RBIs, you know, uh, you know, slugging up over, you know, 520 uh, OPS up over 930 OPS plus up over 115. You have to look at the position. And in a lot of cases, you don't have to, right? Like if it's right field or center field or left field or first base, you know, even like second base too, like you kind of look at it and go, well, yeah, but I mean, those are, you know, positions that I'm not saying they're easy, but you certainly don't have to do what you do at first base like you do at catcher. Yadier Molina was a catcher. He was a catcher for a very, very long time. He was a catcher for, let's see, 2004, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. 19 seasons. 19 seasons. And it really is a testament to him, you know, how he played the game most of the time. Um, you know, you looked at it and said, how is this guy doing it? You know, how how is he... How is he putting up, you know, how can he make these plays at 35, 36? Now, he did miss a lot of games with injuries. You know, it's actually it's actually disappointing and unfortunate because if you look at his games played, you know, throughout his career, you know, you think about an 162-game season, um, and, you know, he retired after last year as a Cardinals catcher, all of his years in one uniform um, and winning those two rings. And we know how special baseball is in St. Louis, the best fans in the country. But, you know, he misses, you know, what was it, 48, 48 games in 2005. You know, um, he misses, you know, 30, what would it be, 32, 30, 33 games in 2006, misses 51 and 07. You know, he misses 38 and 08. He misses 22 and 09. He misses 26 and 10. Uh, he misses 23 and 11. He misses 24 in 2012. He misses another, gosh, um, 26 in 2013. He misses 52 and 14. He misses another 26 and 15. 
He misses 15 games in 2016. He misses another 26 in 2017. 2018, he misses a solid uh, 39 games. In 2019, he misses another, um, he misses 49 games. In 2020, it was a 60-game season with coronavirus. He missed 18 games. And then 2021, he missed 41 games. And then in 2022, he only played in 78 games. You know, so if you do the quick math there, you know, 62 and 22, what is that, uh, 84? Yeah, he's missed a lot of games. So in the 20, 2,224 games that he played, um, you know, you add all those games up and it's, you know, it's a couple seasons worth missed at least, right? I mean, you go quick math here. I mean, that's, uh, no, 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 no. yeah, I mean, you're looking at, there's one, two, two and a half, I mean, Close, I mean, when you're adding 26, 22, 26, 22, I mean, probably two two seasons plus, I think, with, with, with quick math, you know, um, two to three seasons. And so if you add two more years to his totals, you know, without all those injuries and such, you know, you're probably looking at, you know, a guy who, you know, goes over, you know, uh, 200 home runs for sure. He had 176 in his career. He wasn't really a big home run hitter as it is. Um, he'd certainly be knocking on the door, I would say, of, you know, 3,000 hits. Because if you took those years and put them in his prime, and he would fluctuate anywhere between, you know, 110, 15 hits and 145, 50. His highest hit total was 161 back in 2013. Um, let's say he averages uh, 150 uh, each year. That's 450, let's say 450 to 500 more. I mean, you're looking at, you know, you're looking now at around 2,700 hits. Um, you know, RBI-wise, he probably puts together eh, another maybe 150, 200. But he wasn't the player at catcher to compile uh, a bunch of unbelievable numbers. He was a durable guy when he played to the point where you would say he's going to miss some games because he's so reliable while he's out there. It was almost like he put so much effort into his game that it was like, wow, how can you not get injured? How can you not be tired? You know, the way he backstopped, the way he played, the way he did his thing. Um, I think with the catcher position and the durability and his clutch play in October, um, again, I think he's kind of a pretty much right now, like a borderline hall of famer. Um, you know, I know that I've used this argument before, like, you got to be a slam dunk. You know, you're either a Hall of Famer or not. If you have to think about it, you don't belong. But there are cases where guys are borderline Hall of Famers, and this is a very, 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 very select group, but where they're borderline Hall of Famers, where I have to kind of decide yay or nay, and it's one or two things that give them the yay or give them the nay. And one of those things always is, what position did you play? And if you're a catcher, you have to evaluate the position differently. You just do. And, you know, nobody gave more to the game than Yadi Molina. You know, nobody. And I just think when you look at the durability, when he was on the field, again, not the durability and the missed games, but the durability and, and the stamina and how you could count on him when it mattered most, you know, in the postseason. I know there's a lot of people who are going to go to baseball references as you're, you know, listening to this and go, well, wait a minute. 
You know, I see, I see, you know, 318, 308, 348, four, you know, 412. He had some good series, but man, there's a lot of 118s on there for batting average, a lot of 125s, a lot of 167, 143, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there are. There are. There's a lot of that. But you're going to get both worlds when you're, you know, in the playoffs, 13 seasons, and you played in 25 postseason series. <laughs> that's a lot of playoff baseball, man. You know, that's a lot. It's a hell of a lot more than Mike Trout's going to get, a lot more than Shohei Otani's going to get, just sitting there dying away in Angels uniforms out there. Although I think Shohei probably is going to move off of that unless they really, really do something this year in terms of making uh, October. But it's the little things with Yadi Molina. It's the leadership. It's the defensive ability, backstopping, blocking balls, calling games, uh, being the heart and soul of a team. Um, you know, he played with Albert Pujols. He played with Adam Wainwright. You know, those guys put together some unbelievable campaigns together. They won a couple of championships. Um, you know, and, and for the most part, I think Yadi did have, you know, a, 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 a pretty darn good postseason career. I mean, he had 36 RBI. Again, only four home runs, but that wasn't his jam. He had over 100 hits in the postseason, right? So he was uh, he was good. You know, he was good. He was really good. And um, I think that part of it, I think his war, which is, you know, over 42 for his career, and the defensive ability that he had with all the gold gloves, and then you look at the All-Star teams, you look at two World Series, I think he's a borderline Hall of Famer, but... I probably, because of the position, would lean towards putting him in. And I know that some people might look at that and go, well, wait a minute, if that's the case, and you have to think the same exact way, you know, with a guy like, you know, Ted Simmons. Well, no, not really, because he was a catcher and a first baseman. And, you know, I just don't think he was as good a player. And his resume does not, it doesn't do anything for me. The only thing that you can write home about is eight-time All-Star and Silver Slugger. A lot of people who make All-Star teams, eight, nine, ten times, a ton of them. There's a lot of really good to great players out there. But like Harold Baines, for example, never finished higher than ninth in the MVP voting. Right? Ted Simmons never finished higher than sixth in the MVP voting. <laughs> you know? Like, what are we doing putting these people in Hall of Fame? At least with Yachty... You've got the gold gloves, you've got all the all-stars, you've got the two World Series, you've got the platinum glove, the silver slugger, you've got the difference in, in the impact in terms of, you know, how he did it and, 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 you know, what he made of that position, you know, as a member of the Cardinals. And, you know, I, I just think there's a different deal there. I think there's a different element to Yadi Molina's game. He was so superior defensively. Um, that you would have to give him the Brooks Robinson treatment, you know, behind the dish. If he doesn't get in the Hall of Fame, I will not be upset. You know, there's people out there who go on television and elsewhere, and they're screaming for, oh, my God, of course he's a he's a, a shoe-in. He's a first bet. I'm not going down that road. You know, he's not Josh Gibson. He's not Yogi Berra. You know, not Johnny Bench. He's not Roy Campanella. He's not Mike Piazza. But I think he's a borderline guy, and I think, if there's a couple things that can get him in, it would be, you know, his postseason performance across the board, his unbelievable ability to, you know, backstop the position, you know, defensively and all the rest, um, you know, and being a, 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 a heartbeat for, you know, a team that is one of the trademark franchises in, in, in Major League Baseball, you know, and, and that should matter a little bit too. You know, he's, he's not a shoe-in. He's not Ted Williams. You know, he's not a shoe-in. He's not... You know, he's not Honus Wagner. He's not Ty Cobb. 
But I think Yadi Molina, if you look at it, I think he will get in based off of those things that I just said. Appreciating Yadier Molina continues next year on the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by Burn Dairy. It's all good. Go grab the donuts, chocolate milk, and the amazing hot and cold food on your way into work every day. Burn Dairy, it's all good. ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company. Make sure you stop by Stumbling Monkey today. Get all the great beers on tap if you're in and around the Rochester area. School Street in Victor. Of course, the Red Ale, the IPAs, Sours, and Seltzers, all available for you. Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company is the official brewing company of the ML Sports Platter. And I do want to throw a tip of the cap thank you out there as well. Two Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay, Brewerton Ace Hardware, Bowers & Company CPAs, and our great friend Brian Comboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning. Go with Brian today at advisors.massmutual.com. You can get him on LinkedIn and on Facebook as well. Brian Comboy, Mass Mutual New York State. Mass Mutual New York State. Brian Comboy, your financial plan is in order with Brian Comboy today. So. Yadi Molina, is he a compiler? Eh, I mean, it, it's hard. You know, there's a lot of guys out there who play, you know, 19, 20 years, and with numbers in the Hall of Fame and all that stuff, you have to play a long enough time to compile the numbers, you know, but then if you play a really long time and you get a bunch of really good numbers, uh, maybe you are a compiler. But what happens, you know, with like a Don Sutton, right? Like Don Sutton is in the Hall of Fame, but isn't Don Sutton kind of like a compiler after a while? I mean, seriously. Like, this dude played for 22, 23 seasons, right? I mean, he was never the best pitcher of his generation. He was never dominant. He was only a four-time All-Star. He had one ERA title and one, uh, you know, MVP, All-Star MVP. That's it. That's it. Never won a Cy Young, <laughs> you know? I look at Don Sutton's career, and I'm like, there's no way. But Don Sutton got in because he played long enough for 324 wins. You're not keeping a guy out with that magical number of 300 wins as a pitcher. Much like 3,000 hits for a batter, 500 home runs. It used to be the magical number until the steroids. But, like, you get my point. Like, those magical numbers, you're not going to be kept out of the Hall of Fame. I had a conversation about four or five months ago with somebody, and they were like, there's no way that Adrian Beltre is getting in the Hall of Fame. I mean, come on, this guy, I mean, how, how good was he? He wasn't dominant. He wasn't this. He wasn't that. And I'm like... Yeah, he was a really, he was a great player. He was a great player over 20, what was it, 20, 21 seasons, 21 years, right? Great player. He finished second in the MVP. That was as high as he got, you know? And I and they're like, well, yeah, but, you know, 1,700 RBI, he's got 477 home runs. I guess those are pretty good Hall of Fame. And then I'm like, yeah, but guys, he's a member of the 3,000 hit club, <laughs> you know? He has 3,100-plus 3, hits. You're not keeping him out of Cooperstown. And by the way, I think with a little less than 3,000 hits, I think he's still a Hall of Famer, Adrian Beltre. I mean, he has 1,500-plus runs, you know, 600-plus doubles. He's got 477 home runs, 38 triples, 1,700-plus RBI, a 286 lifetime batter. He's got numbers. He's got the really good ones. Total bases over 5,300, uh, you know. Awards and accolades, eh. Five-time Gold Glover, four-time All-Star, four-time Silver Slugger, two-time Platinum Glove. I think he's probably, uh, well, even, like I said, a little less than, you know, 3,000 hits or whatever. He's probably still a Hall of Famer. His war is also 93.5. How's that? 93.5, pretty good. <laughs> so, um, 
you know, I, I, I think that he probably would be in without that. And I don't think that, um, I don't think that, you know, he, he compiles. Um, and it's hard for me to say that Yachty compiled because, you know, he was such a remarkable defensive wizard and he played catcher for so long that I think his durability should be commended more than, well, he compiled. Again, position, position, position. You know, position, position, position. I guess his war is probably a little bit low. By the way, Adrian Beltre is 40 all-time in war. He's a top 40 war guy. You know, the leader in war is Babe Ruth, 183.1. You know, and they've been trying to put together the war for all the old players as well. But I think Yadi Molina probably gets in. You know, I don't know if he'll sneak into the Hall of Fame. I don't know how he gets in the Hall of Fame. I don't know if it's first ballot. It probably shouldn't be first ballot. But, you know, second, third, fourth-ish, fine. And, uh... It'll be a great day because Yadi Molina handled himself with class, represented the game. He was an ambassador, a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous leader for the Cardinals. And, uh, you know, I miss watching him. I'll be honest. You know, when he retired and now we're into a new baseball campaign, I do miss watching him play the position. Mike Lindsay with you here. It's an ML Sports Platter Edition. Thanks for listening. And, of course, we are brought to you by our good friends at Stanley Law Offices together. They'll work to get you the maximum reward. And a big-time thanks to associate sponsors, Bowers & Company, CPAs, Ken's Auto Detailing, hey, and our good friends at Camillus Golf Club. Get your 2023 membership today to Camillus. Man, I can't wait till the warm weather is here to stay. Camillus has 18 holes of unbelievable golf, championship-level golf, awesome layout, incredible views, great greens, and awesome food and drink before, during, and after your round. And don't forget about Camillus when you book your tournament there as well. Camillus Golf Club, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Hey, thanks again for listening. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.